everyone. This is an update of our homeschool journey. We've had a couple bumps in the road. There's been a lot of activity. Our day jobs have gotten very, very busy. So we are hanging on to the edge of our seat and surviving. So that is the good thing. I'm sure many of you are having similar experiences, but I wanted to give you a quick update of where we're at and what we're doing. With my older child, we had purchased some curriculum uh, one was Beast Academy, and he's not really liking that Beast Academy for math at all. Um, he will do it, but for the, he doesn't enjoy it. What he enjoys more is actually Prodigy. So the Prodigy is working for both. Now, it's not really, Prodigy's not really curriculum, right? It's, but it's a gamified program or game. It's a game. It's game but it's all centered around math. They, both of my boys enjoy that way, way better. So I've got a 10 year old, a 10 year old and a six year old. They really like Prodigy. Everything I'm doing right now, I'm looking for more gamified content. I'm probably damaging their brains for the future because they're gonna want everything gamified, but that's what's working right now. The, the yeah, somewhat. <laughs> uh, I did purchase the drive-through history curriculum for American history. So we do that every Monday. We sit down and watch an episode of that. That's actually fun. My boys enjoy that. So I have an RV. I'd love to travel. We traveled across the country. I think I've been across the country now four times with my boys across and back in the RV. So we can relate to the whole traveling and seeing things and what the boys are doing. You know, we're, we're made, making some notes of what we would like to see the next time we drive across country. But in addition to that, I've purchased a world map and it's laminated. So every time we watch an episode, we get the laminated map out and we start drawing lines or putting dots of where the, of where the history is taking place. So that's been a lot of fun for both boys. The, my younger son that is six does not completely enjoy watching the movie, or I say movies, the episodes. The episode's about 20, 30 minutes long. So it's a bit, my six year old just can't sit still. So he can't sit and watch it. But the one thing I do, we get out the comfortable chairs, we pop some popcorn, and then I'll pause it every so often to just ask what they're thinking or clarify or talk about a location maybe we've been to. So there's a couple different strategies I do with that. The program does come with some questions, but I've learned for the most part, when the film gets done, we just have a conversation about what we learn. That really works for the six-year-old. As you can imagine, you know, you're, you're thinking they're learning one thing according to the curriculum and what they say they're gonna learn, but a six-year-old is not learning what they thought they're gonna learn. It always opens up interesting discussions and I make the six-year-old share what he learned before I let the 10-year-old share what he learned because otherwise the six-year-old will just repeat what the 10-year-old said. So I purposely do that. After that, we still, so I did just pick up some cheap curriculum from Costco and I say cheap curriculum because <clears throat> That's your more traditional worksheets. Neither one of my children like to do worksheets. However, I wanted to have 
just hands-on traditional worksheets. So if or when they go back to public school, it's not a complete shock to go back to that world. My goal, I picked up math and then language arts. <clears throat> the goal is that they complete two sheets. I was going to do every day, but my boys hate it so much that my goal is now they, for the six-year-old, he completes two sheets a week. My 10-year-old um, will do it two days. So he'll complete two sheets in each book uh, for the day twice, two days in a week. <clears throat> now, the other things we're doing, I've got active little boys. I think I've shared that before. I've completely changed everything again, and I've learned some things I listened to for homeschooling this week is it's going to change. Like as soon as you get a routine and a schedule down, it's going to change on you again. So it has changed, but we've got a routine right now that's working pretty well. So on Tuesday, we focus a little bit more on writing, and my six-year-old has an app called iTrace. So we do writing on that. And then we do uh, sight words through bingo. Bingo, we'll read. My boys are really liking a story that we're listening to on an audiobook. So they're not physically reading, but they're being read to. We sit and listen to a story. It's actually not even an age appropriate story. It was a story that was recommended to us by a friend. But the my boys really love the humor of the author and the story itself. So. The, the way it's not age appropriate is it's got profanity in it. My boys are at the age they love profanity. They know they're not supposed to say it, so they think it's hilarious when they say it or when they hear it. <clears throat> um, I don't like for them to say profanity, and I try not to say it much myself, but right now it's entertaining to them. So it just is what it is. It's working for right now. I think by listening to it, it's actually cut back on them saying the words because it's not such a shocker now. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Then on Wednesday, my six-year-old loves to cook. So Wednesday is our culinary arts day. And they last week, I made the mistake of letting both of them pick out a recipe for cookies, and they both made cookies. This week, I decided one recipe... So I let the younger one pick out a recipe, and this week he made one of those uh, dirt dirt cakes with the gummy worms on it, which I'm learning they're cooking these recipes, but they're not really enjoying eating them as much as they enjoy cooking them. So that's been kind of interesting. Thursdays, we do a project, and with that project, it could be anything. It might be a science project, might be an art project. A lot of times it's a project that combines a couple different content areas, so that it's just a hands-on project where I take the two, the full two to three hours and we just do a project. That's going over really well. They look forward to it. So if you notice, I try to put the more traditional learning up front. And then as we get toward the end of the week, the more hands-on and activity type learning. Fridays is still focused on trying to do field trips, get outside, but it's still 112 degrees here in Arizona, so we're not really getting out much at all. Um, we're going to like the local parks and playing, trying to meet up with some other homeschool groups, but it's just so hot. 
So we're still stay, stay, staying indoors, trying to stay cool or out in the pool. Every day the kids are in the pool, lunchtime. We have lunch, I'll fix lunch, they'll go jump in the pool, we take lunch out by the pool, and we'll take a whole, we try to take a whole hour, so I guess you can say that's PE and recess, but we get them out and get them doing some activity. Now, while my husband and I are working, all the way up until lunchtime, if they have any time after finishing our other learning activities, they are allowed to be on any academic app. So I put the iPads under family sharing. They are only allowed to access the websites that I actually put in, and they can only access the apps that I've given them permission to access. Up until lunchtime, the only thing they access is academic programs. So there's some timetables, games that they can play, some math related. Oh, this week they really, really love Blue Apprentice. Uh, a warning about Blue Apprentice though, I did my research and it's subscription based, which would imply you're getting new materials. There's no, no new material being developed whatsoever. The company even replied that they stopped production for resources, reason, whatever. They didn't even give a timeline of when the game would be finished. So that's the other part. You're paying subscription for not, not only are you not getting uh, new content, the game's not even finished, but my boys just loved the whole game and the narrative and the story of the game. So it teaches about matter in the periodic table, which as far as I know, I know my six year, six year old had not had any exposure, but my 10 year old, I'm not sure what exposure he's had in school. So it went through just different matter and periodic element periodic table and the elements and you know what does that look like what are the symbols and what is a particular matter uh, anyways it, it just went into a lot of detail and they they were talking about it they were both playing it it did cost me 27 dollars they have access to it for three months my oldest son's already finished it he finished it in two days but he played pretty much non-stop for two days, you know, when, when he didn't have his other academic work to do. <clears throat> so be just fair warning on that one. If you get it, it's kind of neat. It's got two different characters. The one character is Thalo, which is, uh, the child, the child's, your child is playing that role. And then there's Grit, which is this little character that comes in. I, I personally think Grit's a little arrogant and I don't necessarily like the, his character type for the game and the way it's played, but I don't know, the boys enjoyed it. So, so anyways, they, they picked up and learned something out of it. <clears throat> uh, my husband said my son, my youngest one was talking about it as they were swimming in the pool last night before bedtime. So, so it had an impact. They learned, they learned a little bit about science. So it's all science focused. The other thing that my older son has gotten into He's really into the Harry Potter right now, the Harry Potter books, movie projects. So what he's doing, he's reading the book and we've decided that he cannot watch a Harry Potter movie until he's read the whole book. So for his reading time, which is on Tuesday and then before bed, he will read parts of the Harry Potter book. Sometimes I sit and read with them. Sometimes he reads to me. Sometimes I read to him. 
Either way, we are working our way through the books. I think most of the time he's just reading to himself. Last week, I was not sure if he had read the book, so I pulled up. I just did a Google search and said Harry Potter quiz. And sure enough, there was like a 20-question quiz. So I took him through the quiz to see if he'd actually comprehended anything to make sure he had read the book. He got aggravated because he failed. he failed the first two questions and he had a meltdown, so we had to go back to it later. And then he was able to get the majority of them correct. But we just watched that final movie last night and he watched it again today. So that was the second one, the uh, Chamber of Secrets, I believe it is called. But he's really, really loving that. For any of you that live next to a Costco, they actually have a whole wizard village for Harry Potter with some characters. I picked that up over the weekend and gave that to my older son on Monday. He has spent between Blue Apprentice and this wizard, uh, Harry Potter wizard village. That's what he spent the majority of his time on this week. And the thing I really like about the village, because the, the one thing that worries me about uh, academic programs or things on a device is that a lot of times they're kind of fast moving and it doesn't always teach them patience. So with the this village, he worked on it all week. I don't know how many hours he has spent on it, but it's very, very detailed. It has taught him patience. He's had a lot of patience with it. And it's really, he's doing a good job with it because I know when I was in Costco looking at the example that someone had put together, it had gaps and you could tell whoever put it together did not have the love and patience that my son has in putting that together. So if you have a Harry Potter lover or someone that's reading the series, they do have that village that they can put together. Now, my son's 10. He's doing just fine. There's no way my six-year-old would do it because it's way too detailed. I didn't really look at the age on it because I knew my son would like it and he likes to build because he does a lot with building Legos and kind of the uh, kinetic coaster type things. So I knew he would have the patience for it. But that's available if you're interested. The other thing we did this week was we actually made bath bombs. So that was our project on Thursday. We uh, got the materials and did it, uh, do it yourself bath bombs at home. And what we've done, so they've tested them out. We didn't, we didn't use up all the supplies. We made our first round and they used the bath bombs last night for the first time. What they've already discovered is they do bubble and fizzle like you want a bath bomb to, but they go way, way too fast. So our next task before we make another round of bath bombs will be how can we get them to fizzle a little bit longer so they don't dissolve so quickly. But that's what we've been doing. It is a holiday weekend. We don't have anything special planned other than a couple projects around the home. My older son likes to ride bicycles, so we've got little speedometer combination light with a horn and everything we're going to be attaching those to our bicycles oh my youngest son's in the fort building so one of our projects this weekend is to figure out they've been building forts out of cardboard and they're like let's go buy more cardboard and i'm like no i don't want more cardboard in the house we have enough we got cardboard in the house we got cardboard in the garage we got cardboard in the bedroom no i don't want more cardboard i know it's cheap so our goal is to research and find out what other materials do we have in our home 
or spaces in our home that we can make a bigger fort without having to buy additional supplies. So that's our big project for the weekend. We are smoking some meat on Labor Day. So that will be a little bit of a cooking project, probably more for me, but I will pull my son into it also, at least my youngest son, and they'll get to help me work through. I've smoked once. It turned out okay, not the greatest, but all right. So I'm excited to try it again, and hopefully this one will be a little bit moister and tastier. But that's it. I hope you guys are having a great time with homeschooling. I know here in Arizona, schools are starting to go back. We have chosen not to send our kids back. I let, I let my sons have input. I'm like, look, they're going back. If you want to go back with your friends, you can. They're wearing masks. Um, we've heard that, you know, it's not going to be a typical school day. They're going to expect them to sit in their seats. And of course, my youngest one, I didn't even ask him. I was asking my older son. I'm like, what do you want to do? And he goes, well, I'm like, well, here's some pros and cons. And we're talking through the pros and cons. Well, before we even got to that point, I just asked my older son, what would you like to do? My younger son blurts out, homeschool. I'm staying with homeschool. And it's like, I already knew. <laughs> he, he just not is, uh, he's not classroom material right now as far as sit down and play school. So we are definitely keeping them both home because my older son did decide to stay home. And we'll just see how it goes. Uh, we're still working remotely, but I may have to go back here and work at on location at my workplace in about a month so that's gonna change the schedule once again and we'll just see how it goes but let me know if you guys are doing some things that work you're finding curriculum that works activities that work if you found some pod groups that work i consider starting up a pod group here but i'm really really busy with my day job so i can't really add additional stuff to my plate at this moment but we are in a couple Facebook groups for homeschooling, and that's been very, very nice. People are, are sharing ideas and resources and just, just moral support of supporting each other as we figure out the whole homeschool experience for our children. All right, well, thank you for listening, and have, have a great weekend. Bye. Mm -hmm.